Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're in episode 33 of season three, the very best one yet. We have a special guest on today's podcast. I'll keep the introduction short. We'd like to welcome Linda Barutha. Linda is an organic-led gen strategist and founder of her own marketing agency. So welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yes. Glad to have you on the Daily Grind podcast. Linda, our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story and what you do. So yes, initial question for me in our audience out there is, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your Daily Grind? Yeah, absolutely. So full-time work at home entrepreneur. And what I specialize in is helping uh, the online entrepreneur build authority and online visibility. Because, you know, there's a lot of noise out there. And there are some unique strategies that you that we use in the back end to make that work for our clients. That's great. That's why we have you on today's show um, for our small business owners, our entrepreneurs out there, our daily grinders with those side hustles really looking to level up their business. So I'm glad to dive into this space and you as an expert on today's show will share us some, some knowledge in this area. So yeah, my, my first question is how'd you get involved just like in um, this online business, you know, marketing strategy space? You know, you want the long story or the short story? Because (laughs) for real, they're like, it's been a journey. That's for sure. Nobody's kidding. You know, it, I started out, you know, I worked in corporate for many years as an IT professional. Okay. So I did, um, I was a PC consultant and for a bank and, did that for 15 years, then took time off and was a mom. Then I went back to uh, the IT space. And at the same time, I was really dabbling with entrepreneurship all the time, really had no clue. And so I really started, you know, like in the late nineties, when that's when you first started having a computer at home, right? And that's when everything was still in its infancy. I got into doing website design. So I'm a WordPress website designer. Did that as uh, just a little freelance work while I was working the corporate still. And I was always in search of more. You know, I really wanted to do my own thing. And I went down the path of doing uh, the crafts and hobby world where I was in a, I had a product-based business. I had my own brick and mortar. I taught uh, people how to do mixed media art painting. I actually developed my own product line that was a art substrate. 
and ended up selling that wholesale. She had it in like 15 other stores, was on Zoo Lily a couple times, did a lot in a very short, like three years time frame. And then economy hit us. My husband lost his job and had us moving out of the area three hours away for his new job. So close the brick and mortar, leave the full-time IT job, and sat there going, now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I went, oh, well, once again, I would prefer to do something online, right? Once, so I didn't even know where, what I was going to do. And so I just started educating myself, spent years educating myself online to online marketing, understanding the importance of figuring out who your ideal client is and all that other stuff that I kept ignoring that when I heard it years prior, right? Because life keeps you busy and you get distracted. But I really wanted to make um, an online business work for me. So then about a year and a half ago, I started... Um, I was doing some online coaching for people because I have enough business, you know, experience under my belt. So I was able to do a lot of consulting work that way. But um, I decided I wanted more. So I started building a team. I brought on some VAs. I hired three VAs in one day and said, hmm, okay, now I'm going to subcontract you out. <laughs> And, and voila, I had a VA agency without even knowing it. And uh, about six months into that, I said, you know, this really isn't that much fun. And it's a lot of work for a small amount of pay. So I kept searching. What do I really feel that I can talk about all day long? What do I feel passionate about? And I started with email marketing because email marketing, I think, continually was seeing everybody, you know, on the, in the social media world. Right. Mm -hmm. And they act like that's the only way you can market yourself. And I thought, no, email is definitely smarter. So I started talking about that, but then the more I got into it, it was like, yeah, that's not enough. That doesn't feel right. So then I, took what one of my VAs was doing for me, which was repurposing my content onto Pinterest. And I became obsessed. I was like, oh my God, this is so brilliant. This is so smart. I am using a search engine. It is bringing hundreds of leads to my website every day. And so I'm getting more visibility. I'm getting, you know, it's like, that is so brilliant and so much smarter than using social media. And so I really dove into it more so, loved what it was doing for my own account. And I put together a package where I started offering that. It's called Pin to Win. And um, I started bringing, you know, clients in that we could do that for. So I kind of, just turned and pivoted from a VA agency to a marketing agency, basically. 
and started looking at, okay, what else can I do for them on a search engine? And then I realized YouTube. And so I've got all these people that they make all these Facebook lives, you know, and it's like the minute that, you know, they, they have that recording, but they don't do anything with it. And I'm like, well, why don't we repurpose that? Build up your YouTube and your SEO. Oh, by the way, we're also going to pin it on Pinterest. <laughs> Let's get all those search engines working for you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where my obsession of really helping people build their authority and online visibility with SEO. Yeah, that's great, Linda. Uh, thanks for diving into your, your background. Uh, you had a lot of keywords so far in our interview. Number one that came top of mind is being uh, passionate, you mentioned, which is like we're really goal-driven on this podcast and we really preach uh, to people to do something that they're passionate about. So hit the nail on the head there. And then I just love that you, the 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 word, these these words that you use, you know, searched for more. And I think that really shows that you're you're hungry for growth, you're hungry for opportunity, and just doing something. Um, you've had uh, various uh, experiences before you uh, landed on being our organic lead gen strategist and expert here on the pod today. Uh, but you know, navigating through those distractions and overcoming different challenges, uh, both like in your personal career life. So spot on. Uh, excited to hear more. Dive into pin to win. But before I go into that, can you tell our listeners? We have students that are currently in college or recent grads uh, looking to kind of, you know, work at a marketing agency or dive into some um, job related to online e-commerce or just small business in general. Can you tell us more about like your role as an organic lead, lead gen strategist, like what that, what that entails? Yeah, what it looks like. It's interesting for me. What I typically do is I like to keep a really close eye on what's going on out in the market and consider my own viewpoints, okay? Like my viewpoint of I'm not saying you shouldn't do social media, but I'm just saying it's not the end-all be-all for getting money in your pocket, okay? So to me, the first thing you need to do is see what what – what speaks to you and then dig a little deeper, do some research and see if it's something that actually you could formulate in your head, you know, making something out of like you could turn that into a viable service. Right. And that's the way I kind of looked at it is like, well, who, who cares? You know, so I'm using, Pinterest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, the a lot of people think that Pinterest is just for foodies, bloggers, and home decor, right? Mm-hmm. DIY stuff. Not true. There are a ton. The, again, be a mythbuster. You know, there are. I, I did my research. There's a ton of online business professionals that use Pinterest to organically get them their clients. And, um, and if it's not a client, it's trap, it's traffic. And that's the part that people don't understand is that when you're getting more traffic, Google loves you more. Google loves you. You're going to show up in search results. I rather have that to me as a warm client. They went searching for me and found me in the Google results, 
right? I want that person more so than me just um, dancing crazy on TikTok, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question, but, you know, it's like, go down that rabbit hole, see what really excites you. That would be my recommendation to those people that are looking for what their passion will be about the opportunities Mm -hmm. and how they can turn it into a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really well said, Linda. That's great to just speaking from an expert, your experience, uh, you being an entrepreneur and you're doing really great uh, work out in the field here. So yes, tell us more about uh, Pinduin. You mentioned briefly in the intro here. So yeah, yeah. So pin to win, I actually have two flavors of it in my services right now. It started out as a full concierge service, okay, where we take their existing um, content and we repurpose it onto Pinterest and we apply SEO optimization, meaning that everything, you know, the keywords are matching on Pinterest to your website so that everything is going to look great in Google's eyes because Pinterest is a search engine, not social media platform. And we will build like, say, for each piece of content that you give us, I'll call that a fresh URL, if you will. So for every fresh URL you give us, we're going to create four or five different pins. And we also take advantage of Tailwind because they do the best in helping you to expand your audience. They have Tailwind tribes that we get your account into that are relevant to what your industry is. And then those people start resharing all of your stuff. So that extends your reach, you know? So and then at the end of every month, we provide uh, like a monthly scorecard to our client that shows them the measurements of what, based on what we did for them that month, how it's performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the first part of it. Sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, just to touch on that first part, Linda. Um, yeah, the KPI scorecard. As you're explaining, explain the service. You know, talking about the key metrics. Uh, you know, number of consumer touch points, uh, number of hits, or you know, click through rate, or just coming from the email side of marketing, but then the digital content as well. And this is just specifically on Pinterest, though, too, right? That's what's really cool is that our services expand beyond Pinterest you know, where we also have other ones, like I mentioned the YouTube one, but we cover a lot of other like Google web stories, the scheduling of repurposing uh, a blog post and turning it into an email and to social media posts and doing all the graphics and all of that. You know, we also perform those type of things for people. But most recently we started uh, just this month, Pin to Win Academy, which is kind of a hybrid. It's a done with you. So you're kind of learning how to do our pin to win strategy, if you will. It's a six month long program. And where I personally do the training live every week with them. So 
That's great. Yeah, to add to add to the intro, why I mentioned on the pod, also educator here teaching us teaching us the skills of SEO and Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I am just a firm believer of it because I do believe in working smarter. Everybody wants everything, you know, fast. And the reality is things don't happen overnight. You got to like build onto those layers, right? And to me, if I'm doing that with SEO, I'm really going to see results over time. I can't, don't get to really measure those results too well with social media. Mm-hmm. you know, and how you make that correlation to your income. Yeah, really well said, Linda. And and just speaking, um, just like consumer eyes here, um, uh, people that, um, you know, sign up for pin to win or just you being in this, in this field, what are some of like the common mistakes that like maybe introverted online business owners come across like in this social media world? You know, it's it's interesting that um, a lot of like I feel for introverts, especially, but even somebody like myself, like I'm outgoing, comfortable talking right um, publicly, uh, have no problem going on video. However, I'm I come from an era where it is out of my comfort zone to talk and share my personal life on social media. You know, because I don't know who I'm talking to, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's complete strangers, and you're putting yourself really out there. So I can only imagine how an introvert feels, you know, and how intimidating that would be. And yet, you're trying to build a business. So it's like, how do you get over that hump? And this is where I believe that you use the power of your content. You don't have to use, you don't have to be like the other people you see on social media, you know, that are, oh my God, you like every day you're thinking, are they like living in a photo shoot every day? I mean, how did they, how are they coming up with these beautiful images of themselves every single day? You're seeing a different one, you know? And, um, how is that relevant to their services anyways? right? You got to start questioning and you got to, I believe that there's a lot of smarter people out there. And I I believe that if you're truly looking for a service uh, or a product, you're going to Google it. You're going to Google what you're looking for. And that's where us who believe in the SEO and using those platforms are going to get found. And the other thing is um, referral networking. I'm, a, I'm just a huge advocate of that. It is, it's the way business has been done forever. And I think that the, it, we have great opportunities with the internet. I would, don't get me wrong. I, I love the internet and I love, but I also love real relationships and really getting to know people and seeing if we're a good fit or not. Mm-hmm. And I think as an introvert, yeah, it would be really hard, but that's where you need to use the power of your content and have a process in place that it's going to repurpose it strategically. And that way you're getting the most bang for your buck. Yeah, just like a multifaceted strategy on it. Yeah, Linda is spot on with your response there on just like us diving in the social media world. It's, it's more 
more than just the the front surface here when you're really diving into different details and um, how just putting yourself out there, taking those risks. Um, when you're mentioning how um, I think one of the key phrases or what I've heard about a lot of our daily grinders that have been on the show is don't compare yourself to others. And I think that's spot on any industry in general. So like even speaking on the podcast side, like I don't want to compare myself to Joe Rogan or whoever by any means. It's like everyone's got a different story and everyone's got a different product or service that they're looking to uh, fulfill and uh, service their, their niche. So great inputs here, Linda. So follow-up too would be just speaking of success stories can you share with us some a key milestone or something across your place you probably get lots of dms or just working with your different groups with it within your business that you'd like to share with us on the pod well you know what i i i would love to share what something that i recently put on social media this week which is that when I took a look at some of my applications that I use in back end of my business, um, and that one in particular is Dubzato, which I love for um, basically helping me onboard and offboard clients and take care of my contracts and finances. But when I looked at uh, the comparison from 2020 to 2021, my profit has increased. 1,192%. And I was blown away. I was so, the grin was just like, now don't ask about what my expenses were in that same year because they were great too, right? But to know that I made that much of an improvement on my income from one year to the next, it, it, kind of just vindicated all the hard work that I really put in and continued to pivot and pivot and pivot till I felt that it was right. And it's like, I finally feel like I'm right where I need to be right now today. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. 1192. Holy wow. Yeah. That that's a incredible percentage to be uh, of a, profit increase yeah and just like speaking of like importance of numbers like you mentioned um with your programs like the having that monthly scorecard it helps you keep on track and then shoot for those goals that you have in mind or targets whether they're performance financial related or even outside your business too so uh definitely encourage our daily grinders out there to be stay focused and stay hungry for growth uh like you've done linda so yeah just speaking of services too for our, our business owners tuning in like you know what are some of the best services for them to you know to invest in for 2022 well Definitely, uh, 2022, definitely get into either learn how to do it on your own or have a service that is going to repurpose your content. You know, we started talking about repurposing of content about a year and a half ago, and um, more and more people are finally jumping on the bandwagon is what I, I notice. And it's pretty funny because... It's like the competitor in you when when you first see somebody talking about something that you've been talking about for two years, you kind of feel like, hey, <laughs> right? Like I've been telling people that for two years and I don't feel like they're still listening. And then you see like everybody else talking about it. Like it's the new buzzword, right? Just like the word authentic is like, you know, starting to be overused, right? 
but <laughs> it's funny how um, you just have to keep going with it. I would definitely say the repurposing, yes, you know, because it's all about working smarter. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your time is money, right? And so if you're going to put effort in, make sure you're doing it strategically. And that would definitely be my first first line of, uh, and the other thing would say, really be serious about looking at getting stuff on, on search engines. Being yourself out there, showcasing your your brand, your presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and especially because if you only do that on social media, only the people on social media are seeing it, not the rest of the world. If you want the rest of the world to see it, because personally, for me, anytime I'm looking to do something, I'm, I'm Googling, I'm researching, I'm reading reviews. So guess what? If you want to be found, that's what you need to do. You need to show up on those platforms where Google is going to show them that result. And so if you're not thinking about doing that, I, I would highly encourage you to rethink that, you know, because um, that's where your competitor is going to win every time. Mm -hmm. So your competition really is not the other people that are posting on Facebook three times a day, you know, not at all, not at all. Think about where your audience really is too. I I've seen a lot of people. um, I've coached a lot of people that have wasted time. What a online coach told them to do for their particular business, but their business, their ideal client was never going to find them in that social media spot they were being told to perform in. Their their ideal client wasn't looking for a Facebook group. Their ideal client is sitting in a doctor's office. So why aren't you networking with that doctor's office and telling them how awesome your services are and they can refer you business. You know, take the path of least resistance. And and that is actually my motto for 2022 for my business, taking the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's great advice, insights into to how we can become more efficient in our, our day-to-day uh, business and overall just improving and being able to level up. Yeah, just my, my next question or just talking on efficiency or being able to repurpose that content. Like, do you have advice on how to better like leverage our time with our new online business? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really, when you're starting out, especially be be kind of clocking, blocking your calendar for your own work for your business. People tend to not do that. They kind of get a squirrel effect going on. And that's how they'll, all of a sudden they'll realize that they wasted an hour and a half just kind of scrolling, right? I mean, we all do it. You all fall in that that pit, if you will. But seriously, if you, to kind of avoid that or not even avoid it, but maybe to make sure spending some quality work time in your day, block out some specific uh, hours or two on your calendar for specific tasks. 
for instance, you know, like I, it's no different than I've got to mark my calendar, you know, the first and the 15th that I'm going to pay my VAs. Hello. I've got to do that. No one else is going to pay them. And, you know, you got to block that time out. Now, if you are going to be really good about doing that for somebody else, why aren't you doing it for yourself? Right. And that's what we tend to overlook. So now it's like when I want to be more productive, it's like, no, I'm going to block that out. And then what will happen over time is that you start like, for instance, when I was doing a lot of website design work and I wanted to grow my business, I knew that I didn't want to spend even more time doing more clients work. So I had to figure out a way to work smarter. Right. So I brought on a team. So now I could, you know, give them specific tasks to do. So now in my business, my role now is to market my business. That is my job. My job is to bring in the clients for my team to provide the service to. And so you want to, you know, but it takes a while to get to that point if that's the type of business that you want, right? For me, having a team makes me feel complete, makes me feel whole. And it, and I love the camaraderie of all of us. We, we all make each other better. And then our, our clients benefit from that too. Having that healthy uh, work culture, that atmosphere, even it's in a virtual setting or in person either, or I could say likewise as well, kudos to our, our daily grind team helping us uh, produce and post content and all yeah. the different aspects of it really, you know, gives me um, positive, stay motivated in addition to talking to great people like yourself on the show. So yeah, going back to those keywords, you mentioned like authenticity and just uh, being more efficient. Uh, I think you're, uh, the time blocking, that's so key. Uh, like you mentioned before with everyone, you know, having those distractions where even from like from an ad perspective online or just when we're, you know, out and out, you know, out on a Friday night or whatever aspect weekend, we get so much stuff in our face uh, from our phone or just in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can. There's one other thing that actually slowed me down in this journey. And that was something that was um, an expensive lesson to learn that if anybody could avoid this, I would encourage you. And that is make sure that you have really high self-confidence. And if you don't figure out a way to beef your, beef your self-confidence up, because <laughs> if you don't, you'll end up paying thousands of dollars for a coaching program that you really didn't need. The only thing you needed was more self-confidence. Nobody can give you that but yourself. And that was a painful lesson a couple years ago for me when I realized that I wasted all that money just to find out that I just needed to feel confident in what I knew and, and just feel comfortable being who I am. A lot of beginners will make that mistake and then you don't realize it until after it's already made and you've spent all that money, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think too, just coming from like 
us natural humans out there, you, uh, if you come, if you dive into a new challenge or you come across the unknown in your business, different things, you're growing at a specific rapid pace that you haven't experienced it before. So it's like, how do I solve this problem or where do I find the solution to it? Um, it's, I think it comes right away from that self-confidence or that self-accountability. And uh, I think sometimes we want to rush, get everything done quick, instant, you know, get this done in a second or get this done by the end of the day. And it's like, we got to step back for a moment understand what our resources are, what our bandwidth is, and then like, you know, take that problem or challenge head on or take some small steps to lead to that. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and everyone's journey is going to be different, but I'll tell you question everything. Right. And then just listen to your gut. Your gut's always right. Even if you can't articulate it, right? Your, your gut is right. Be, it's about being true to who you are and what feels good. So don't let somebody entice you. There is no get rich quick going on in the online world. It is a lot of work. It is strategy. It is marketing. It's your mindset though, too. It's that self-confidence and that positive outlook. And it's also um, never giving up, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, you have a bad day, go to bed, have a good night's rest and sun comes up the next day and just have a fresh perspective. You, you'll be surprised once you relax. A lot of times what I'll, what I'll end up doing is if I am, you know, hitting my head up against a wall, trying to figure something out. I totally will walk away from work and I will do something like clean the house, right? Do or go grocery shopping, do something mindless. And all of a sudden an idea will come to you and just go test it out. And then guess what? You're on a roll all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can, I can agree too. I go, I'm an avid runner. I go for the quick run or just that sweat session or whatever to get my mind cleared and sometimes like you mentioned before I have that shower thought or wherever I am at I'm like oh I can actually incorporate this into the podcast or whatever the idea might be and that idea might be you know your million dollar idea or something it's like it's crazy how the mind thinks Mm -hmm. yeah it is it is but sometimes you just have to take the pressure off you know just do something that and you know do something that you love to do have fun just have fun, you know, and usually that's when it will come to you when you're just in that totally unrelated space, just enjoying being a human being and, you know, not putting the pressure on yourself. And yeah, it's amazing how those thoughts will come to you. And that's when you just kind of roll with it and keep, keep researching, keep looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just speaking of just researching, you know, SEO again, leveling up our, our online business here. What about, uh, again, we're asking, we're asking the expert on today's show, uh, simple like autopilot tips as well that we can incorporate into our own business. Yeah. You know, well, and that's where of course batching comes into play. Our strategists that, um, do the scheduling, uh, for our clients work, you know, they'll, they'll do a month's worth at a time. They'll batch it all up. You know what I mean? And it's just a more efficient way of working. You're already focused on that client's account. 
So why not just get it all done? We schedule it all out in advance and then it's all set up. So, and a person can do that for themselves. You know, it's about, it's more so about learning how to get really good with creating your content, whether you start with writing an article or a blog post and then you break it out into emails and social media posts or you take a different approach. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, everybody has a different way they work. And if you don't have an approach yet, there are people that specialize in teaching that. Go and seek them out, you know, learn once, do it for your, don't, one of the worst things you can do is to instantly hire a copywriter and expect them to know you and get your word out for you. It just doesn't work. It sounds like it would, like you think they're so much better than you. They're not. They would need to question you till they figured out who you were, what what your voice sounds like, so that they could write as if they were you. Well, why are you going to pay somebody to do that? Just work on being your own content creator. Get your words out. And it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, I'm sorry, has anyone noticed where grammar is on the wayside now, you know, in the the day of of social media and everything else, right? So you don't have to be perfect. Nobody is expecting that. Just get you articulate what it is that you do and what you're passionate about and get that out to there. And of course, there's other tips and tricks and more details like, you know, don't include more than one call to action per piece that you write, things like that. But People can teach you these things and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg for someone to teach you that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say too, just to add on as well, just having that message or knowing what your message is, like identifying what your, your customer client is and then building that strategy around it, like you mentioned. And then uh, just don't just like, there was the saying, like throw pasta at a wall or whatever, see if it sticks. Like you have it, like think about it and even ask your team if you have one or if you don't have a team, there's a lot of great people, friends, family, support squad or whatever you want to call your tribe. As we say, uh, people in the industry, like going back to what we mentioned, don't compare yourself to others. I think within, I can just speak from the podcast community at least like I ask questions within different podcasts and see how they're, what's performing well with them, best practices, how we can cross promote or collaborate on things. So you could probably say the same thing too. others, others in your industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, and so many people are willing to help each other out, you know, ask the questions. Now don't always be a taker, you know, also provide assistance and jump in when you see somebody else posting that they have a question, you know, and if you have the answer, please help them out. And then it depends on what it, what information you're looking for, but so many, uh, especially the coaches, you know, they put up a lot of free Facebook groups that you can get in and maybe you can get some of those general initial, uh, answers, right. To get you on to the path of what it is that you need to learn how to do. Uh, but I could never even articulate all the different things that an entrepreneur does need to learn because it's, it, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. And you know what? 
you don't want it to end. We always want to be learning and growing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's half the fun. It keeps it keeps you intrigued, keeps you interested and passionate in what you do. Continuous learning all the way. I think you mentioned early on in the episode, uh, just look for ways to grow, build your knowledge, add on to it, and then also share that too and vice versa. So that's really great to hear, Linda. Speaking of doing my research here, I came across one of your quotes on your website. Success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. Can you explain more on this topic? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that was actually part of my journey that I really um, came across that as well. And I was, it really meant a lot to me because I, a lot of people think they just need to find that right strategy and, oh, they're going to be, that's all that they need, right? Like I can just work it. I can do that strategy and I'm going to make all this money, right? And that's just not true. You know, what I have found is that you need to have the right mindset. You need to have, because this is a uphill battle all the time as an entrepreneur. And you need to embrace it and you need to love it. And you need to take the positive approach mentally. So your mindset is something you always need to be working on. I personally, um, my alarm clock is set. If I'm not up before it, which I usually am for 5am and I spend that first hour every day, just kind of studying, allowing myself to do the mindset work, if you will focusing in being in control over what it is that I'm thinking. I don't, uh, if I'm struggling with something that I've, you know, sometimes we're self-sabotagers, right? Uh, Mentally. So it's, I make sure that I'm clearing out any negative thoughts, keeping the positives in, and always making sure that my mental health is at a high capacity, because you need that. You need that for happiness and to keep going in your business. You can't run uh, an online business and be an entrepreneur without that, you know, and that's going to take you further because that's going to keep you never quitting. You're always going to want more. You're always going to be curious. Whereas the strategy, that is 5% of it. Oh, that's, that's great, Linda. Yeah, thanks for elaborating and hits the nail on the head in regards to us entrepreneurial hat and uh, doing good in our and having that healthy, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy soul in general. As long as you, you know, perform your, you're able to perform your best when you're you're keeping yourself at your best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, it was a revelation for me like uh, a year ago that no, I I have to, and I think it was too like when I realized that. You know, I wasted money just to gain my own self-confidence, right? And uh, I thought, oh, never again. And so maybe I need to do more internal work. And when I started doing that internal mindset work, that's what opened so many more doors for me. And it was so, it made it easier. We really did. Great example, Linda. And just talking about your journey uh, in your future grind, uh, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish in this field going forward? Um, I'm really looking to um, continue the services that we offer right now because 
I absolutely am passionate about it. But I am looking at possibly niching it down to a specific industry that I want to become well-known for, the go-to person for that industry. And I, I know what that industry is going to be, but I'm not going to tell you right now because <laughs> I want to build up a few more things before then. But that is what's on the agenda for me this year. Wonderful. Yes. I like, we got a little teaser going, so we're going to have to, to get you back on the pod sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of the podcast, our podcast is called the daily grind. What does the daily grind mean to you? You know, it's so funny. Um, it, it's just like people never like to say, Oh, I, you know, I got to go to the job or I got it, whatever daily grind, grind to is, is, working hard, you know, like, and feeling really good about it. That's me though. You know, I enjoy a good hard day's work. I want to feel like I was productive at the end of the day. And so to me, a daily grind is a positive, not a negative. And I'm sure other people could look at it differently. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, I love my daily grind. Yeah, really well said. Likewise here on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, in, in closing, Linda, we, we talked about your schedule. You are quite the busy bee here. What do you have going on uh, later this year? You know, we just started the new year. What's what's on the radar ahead? Yeah, um, actually, I am finishing up getting ready to um, go live with Authentic uh, Online Marketing Podcast. And so I've got that coming this spring. And again, I'm going to have people like yourself come on and really give some great advice to people. I have quite a few uh, other marketing professionals and experts that I have lined up to be a guest on there. And I really want to um, help I want to stay cutting edge, if you will. I want to always be bringing people that tell us what's going on right now and what's coming down the pike. Because other, you know, the sooner you can get to know, get familiar with what's coming, you can start making plans. How are you going to incorporate that into taking advantage of it? I mean, technology is amazing. And it keeps changing all the time. And I follow some amazing uh, cutting edge people that I want to bring those on to the podcast and share with everybody uh, so that they can see these additional tools that they're going to have for their marketing. We are excited for you here on the podcast, Linda. Uh, what's what's ahead? Uh, as we say here on the Daily Grind, keep up the grind. So, Linda, your your inspiring story, very motivating. Do you have a word today to inspire us out there, or even a quote or a saying? Ah, <sighs> let's see. Well, besides my work smarter, not harder, I would say, you know what? Do what I'm doing. Take the find the path of least resistance because I think too many times we're making everything harder on ourselves than it needs to be. And so look, look for the path of least resistance when it comes to uh, earning your living and uh, 
There's more than one way to do things, people. Mm-hmm. Really well said, Linda. I think it fits perfectly with, with the episode, your story, and what you, what you show us here, uh, inspiring us, um, sharing your knowledge on today's episode. Last but not least, uh, Linda, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, you know, want to be involved with uh, Pin to Win, how can they do so after the podcast? Go ahead and go to my website, lindabarutha.com. Or checking me out uh, the same handle, Linda Barutha at Instagram. Yeah, those are probably the two best places to find me. Wonderful. We'll put Linda's contact info in today's show notes as always. Thanks again for tuning in today's episode. A big thank you to Linda for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Well, until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian.